we go again, feeling ready to begin. Listen up, push play, and plug your headphones in. Another draft has come to pass. Now build your deck, ascend the ranks, let Jeff and Sean pitch in. Yeah, just let us pitch in. Help you out. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, shout. Let me hear you shout. Hey. Right now he comes, right, Eric? Now Hi. he shows up. Hi. Hi. Now he shows up, Eric. Eric was sitting here for like a couple minutes and he's like, is he ever going to show up? And now he went to go get a snack. So maybe he's not going to open the pack after all. Ooh. You first? Uh, if you want me to. All right, Eric, you're up second. Sean's going to bust open his. Okay. Let's do it. Hi, everybody. Hi, welcome to Magic Arena Drafting Club. Wait, that's not our name anymore. Welcome to Let's Draft. Dun, 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 dun. Put on your red shoes and dance with the blues. Boop, boop. Um, Rip it open, Sean. Got it. All right, Eric, you want to listen to this pack that he's opening for us here? Eric can't talk doozer. right now. He's got pineapple in his mouth. Oh, I'm expecting a doozer. Let's see here. Are you ready? We're ready to do it. Okay, first one. Whew, it is. It's a doozer. Dreamtail Heron. Okay. Second one. Another good choice. Durable Coal Bug. Okay. Third one. Another good choice. Which which deck do you want? Prickly Marmoset. That's the one I want. Keep going. Okay, so far we're on Marmoset. Ooh, Migratory Great Horn. Oh my goodness. Now that's the card I've been wanting to play lately to get me in the deck. Okay, keep going. All right. These all right. All good. All right. Perimeter Sergeant. Do you like your humans deck? Yeah. How about a uh, frost fail ambush? Man, good yep. cards. I told this you this pack. was. I told you. Ooh, now this is super interesting. Facet reader. <laughs> hmm. That guy's a dink. Have you ever heard uh, him talk and in, in like interviews yeah. and stuff like that? So weird. That guy's weird. He's got issues. Ooh, the, to say the least. Uh, fully grown. Fully grown. Um. Nope. And nope. R- ram through? Nope. No, thank you. And that is all for our comments. What are you on right now? Oh, boy. There's a bunch of good ones. And I'm on the Great Horn. Normally, I'd be on the Marmoset, and I think I should be. Wait a minute. Right now- Wait no, a minute. Just Wait listen. A minute. Oh, my God. It's because I've been like, you know how I told you I'm interested in this Mutate deck? Mm-hmm. I do think that the Great Horn is just a linchpin of the deck, and I want to try the deck out more, and, you know, I'm done playing Mardu Bulls Triangle strategy, sacrifice all your stuff to whatever. I'm just Cycling is probably the best deck ever made, and I'm pretty sure that Prickly Marmoset's an important piece of the conversation when we're talking about this cycling deck. It is. All right. I don't sound like that, do I, Eric? Oh, he's still eating. Eric is shaking his head no, but he's still eating. No, I see Eric, and he has got his head going up and down, saying yes. He doesn't think I sound like that. All right, what's next? Are you ready for your first uncommon? Yeah, because I don't really want to choose between all those good commons. It's too difficult. All right, Archipelgor. Yep, sign me up. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mutation. Yep. Mutation. Or non-mutation deck. It can just go in any blue deck. Oh, you might bounce back here. Here's another great cycling card. Neutralize? Nope. I'm not. I don't like that one. It's cycling two. Cycling two and cycling one is a world of difference. How about reptilian reflection? My one of my least favorite of the payoffs, even though it's still good. That's why the. Uh, that's why that deck is so good. Even one of the worst payoffs, which is reptilian reflection, in my opinion, is still quite good and can kill a lot of people. I think so this- reptilian reflection is good because if you're playing cycling, 
almost every turn you're getting three mana, five, four with Trample and Haste. What do you got to say about that, Dad? Hey, I don't, I can't really argue with it, honestly. Dang, I, I can't either. Nice one. I like that one. Okay, um, I have not received any alternative art cards yet. Let's see what the rare here is. Bam, you've got Quartzwood Crasher. No, that's a good card. I know it's that a, I haven't played it yet either. Uh, it's what a 6-6 six, six Trampler Dinosaur Beast for one green, two red, and two colorless. Whenever one or more creatures oh. you control with Trample deal combat damage to a player, create XX Green Dinosaur Beast creature tokens with Trample, where X is the amount of damage those creatures dealt to that player. Busted if you can play it. Yeah, dude, this thing has beaten me a couple times because uh, it's only five mana, right? Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's beastly. It's a really good card. People have played this against me on turn four because they got some type of ramp out early. And when people play this on you on turn four, how big is it again? Six 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 dude, trample. Turn yeah. four six six trample. That as soon as it hits you, makes a six six trample. Yes. Jeez. M minimally, if you don't have any other tramples out there. Yeah, it's one of those cards where uh, sure I'll first pick it because I've been beaten by it several times. Any foils? There's a foil. Ooh. It is a Aegis Turtle. Ah. Oh. Okay. Let's open it. What do you think it sounds let's like open when open it, up my pack. What does it sound like when an Aegis Turtle poops in the ocean? What kind of sound does that we make? We don't need to know that, Dad. I bet it sounds kind of like a like this. Huh. In, in the water, I think it would sound like probably like this. All right, here we go, Sean. Eric's going to crack this one open. It's going to be tough to compete with your deck. That was a pretty good one, especially the Aegis Turtle at the end. Uh, well, I think he's going to beat it. I think his rare is going to slam it. Flycatcher Griffid. I think okay. Flycatcher. All right. Yeah. Poop. Mysterious Egg. Poop. Inventress Impulse. Eh. Davy Nodder. Okay. Snare yes. One. Okay. So let's stop there for a second, everybody. Maybe one of the best commons in the set, right, Sean? Snare Wouldn't you agree? Snare tactician should be an uncommon. Um, snare tactician is very good. Um, yeah, maybe it should be an uncommon. Okay. All right. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. All right. What's next? Hampering snare. Okay. Maned servant. Okay. Frenzied Raptor. Okay. Memory Leak. Okay. Excavation Mole. Not that many good uncommon. I mean, common. Well, Besides Snare Tactician, that is a good card. Yeah, so it's uh, that card is really good. It's possibly first pickable. I mean, probably a lot of people would say it is first pickable, but I also really like um, uh, Essence Scatter. Um. I, I really love the red blue deck. I think that card is getting better and better, especially with the more mutate I see. Um, it also is great to be able to, to if you're on the play um, and you're, you have your two mana down first and they try to play any one of those two drops out of the cycling deck that you don't want to see on turn uh, two, like the three one <clears throat> or like the snare tactician on turn three, you can just say bye-bye. Well, the thing is, there wasn't any essence scatters in this pack. Oh, what was it? It was Hampering Snare. Oh. I don't Somebody doesn't pay attention very well, okay, Eric. We're well, trying to teach bad. Sean how to listen better. Blitz of the Thunder Raptor. Okay. That can be fun. Monstrous Step. Okay. Wing and Wingspan Mentor. 
Mm. Okay. And what's our rare that we all know we're going to take? Oh my gosh. Ooh. We got Narset. We got Alt Narset of the Ancient Ways. Dude, it's the comic book Narset, dude. It's dope looking. I called it. Oh man. It, she looks like Psylocke from the X Men. She looks sweet. Congratulations, you guys. That's probably an $80 card. No, go it's not. Yes. Get out probably. Of no, it's not. Go check it out. Eric, He's, go look. Oh, the thing is, it's you know full what? art, though. It's not just comic book, it's borderless. And maybe he's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to go check that. <laughs> All right, Sean, you know what I think of you taking the. Uh, no, Eric, I actually need this. You can't do use this right now. You got to use the other device. Um, all right. Hello? You know what I think of you uh, not taking snare tactician? And What's that? I think it's the sound of the Aegis turtle pooping in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I feel you i feel you i i think that's probably the pick i, I really do like as the scatter though i think the value yeah, it, i mean hey i sometimes when uh people pass me a, a pack and it doesn't have blood curdle i'm like i'm taking blood curdle <laughs> i just start taking cards that aren't in the pack all the time oh, and i just no. dunk on people <laughs> me too that's how i've been winning pretty much speaking of dunking man amy really dunked on you in that would you rather game at the end of amy the amazonian uh, well, interview is anybody really surprised by that? I mean, it is Amy Amazonian after all. She's, of course she's going to dunk on me. I was pretty awesome having her on, huh? Yeah, I, I love it. I love the positivity of people. I also, I didn't know this, but I love the fact that there are other people who deal with social anxieties. Uh, I mean, of course I know that people have it, but um, in this realm of things, it doesn't ever seem like people that would be on constantly would have that issue but um they do and just like me there's ways to get over it and it's something that people can take away from life in general that you know there's there's people that have the same issues that you do and, and problems that you go through and sometimes you can gain strength from hearing it from them too um i agree and i think our magic community is uh there's actually quite a few people like that who can relate um sean we got uh, two new patrons, and while you talk about it for a sec, I'm going to close the windows so you guys can't hear our neighbors mowing their yard, which I'm sure you can hear now. So I just want to quickly shout out. It's been way too long. Um, these patrons uh, came on board with us uh, some over several days ago, and I apologize so much for not shouting you guys out sooner. It's just been busy fitting in other podcasts. Um, we got Ray for $5 a month and Ian for $1 a month. Thank you, guys. Yeah, amazing. And I, I actually have been paying cl closer attention to the emails and reading through them and just getting so much positive feedback and so much positivity. Um, it's one of the things that I truly do believe in and, and that I've always tried to put out into the world. And I've talked to those of people who actually know me know that I talked about this for a long time, but I really believe that that what you put out there comes back and, um, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm legitimately feeling it right now. And I know that Jeff is too. I know he's talked about it. Um, he's talked about it in a lot of different ways and he's, he's good at breaking down his thoughts and oh, some of the stuff we got back most recently about one of Jeff's emails was really, really, really uh, beautifully said. And, um, you know, we considered wanting to share some of those things. Um, but we want to make sure the person feels comfortable with us doing that before we do. So I, I'm not do. sure we'll do that. That they're okay with it, even that yeah, second. I talked to him. Oh, great! Yeah, yes. I think he, I think he had some beautiful things to say, and I'll let you go ahead and put it into his words or whatever you want to do. But um, there's just a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I think there a is. lot of people people get that, 
um, th this particular thing is something that has existed for, for, for far too long. Um, and I don't, I personally have a really difficult time with it because I just don't see the world that way. And I know that's really naive. I'm a white person. I'm a white male as well. I have very much privilege in this role. I, I try to understand it the best I can. Um, I don't have a full understanding of it I, every day. I'm still challenged with it. Um, but the one thing that I can promise people is that I have never come from a place of understanding people by their color, their race, their religion, their gender, their whatever they want to identify with all the new things we're going to come into in the future as well. It isn't how my father taught me or my mother taught me to be. It isn't how I've chosen my friends in my life or the people I've chosen to keep closest to me. It is always been by how those people treat other people. Um, there's some truth in some religions that lead to that place as well. Um, and, and some places that, that lead us apart both in, in uh, uh, our perspective as well as our thought. And so it's impossible for me to try to put myself in anybody's perspective, but the one thing that I continuously try to do is empathize and, and understand and put myself in a place of better understanding and uh, put myself in a position of teaching my child how to be in this world in a better way as well. And that's, that's really the burden I place on myself. I, the other thing I want to say is that I, I have a difficult time trying to say well, what the right thing to do is because, again, I, I'm coming from a place of extreme privilege, so I don't want to try to put my words or what I think is right into somebody who's actually having to deal with these things on a daily basis. I'd rather have it come from them. I'd rather have them say what they think, too. And um, ultimately, I think there's more power there. It's not that my words don't have power, my thoughts don't have power, but... I just don't have the same perspective. I completely 100% disagree with what happened. Um, there is racism in this country. This country was founded on racism in some ways. Um, we have been fighting through that as a country, our entire identity as a country. And I think in reality, this goes back in history further than just the United States, but is something that has always been an issue with humanity. Uh, I don't want to think that it will always be, but I definitely think that it's something that we can overcome if we look to each other on how we treat each other rather than what we look like on the outside. Well said. So as Sean mentioned, we got a heartfelt message from one of our patrons who's not only okay with uh, letting everybody know what they said, but also with saying who it is, because you can, you know, go into our Patreon. There's, you know, seven of us right now, so you know you can you can see who the Patreons are. Um, so it's Nathaniel. Thank you, thank you, Nathaniel, for the message. You know, this is a good message for me to just repeat to everybody, but it was also personally a very good message for me to get because I'm living in the middle of this right now. For example, like the police officer Derek Chavez that you're seeing on the news. It turns out he lives like um about a mile from me. I drove by his house today and I, it's really weird guys. It's really weird. This is all like happening right around me. All my grocery stores are putting up plywood today. All the banks are putting up plywood around me. It's a very strange thing. Now, luckily there was a, you know, luckily from my personal perspective of how I want things to turn out, there was a conviction today. So hopefully things are going to start to cool down a little bit, but Anyway, I'm, I'm, so I'm in the middle of it, so I just kind of couldn't help myself by putting out that podcast the other day, and uh, Nathaniel responded with this email. Hey, Jeff, 
Thank you for your last short podcast sharing your experience with Minneapolis cops. You don't need to apologize for it. In fact, you should be proud for showing solidarity and support. This is just one more example of extreme racism that's baked into the cake of our country. We as white folk need to shine a light on these issues for everyone to hear, see. There are too many people in this country who are oblivious or don't care. It is imperative that what we do, whatever that we do whatever we can to change our future, especially if we have a pulpit to preach from. I am a father of two black brown boys. One just turned 16 and is essentially a man now. They are both in danger of being killed every time they leave their house. That is a fact, that's reality. We live in a state filled with rednecks. Our neighbors shoot their guns on the regular. My wife has experienced blatant racism as well as microaggressions on an almost daily basis, whether in person or on social media. Don't apologize, stand for it for yourself, for your son, for your community and for humanity. Keep saying their names, George Floyd and the countless others. That's all I have to say. Thank you, Nathaniel. <clears throat> so thank you for saying that. Um, personally meant a lot to me because after posting that, um, you know, I had doubts. You know, a lot of people don't use their brands to project their message in our capitalist society because it can get you into a lot of trouble and it can destroy your brand in some cases. But I've always had a hard time separating my business and my convictions. And so um, afterwards, I was a little worried. You know, I didn't even run it by you, Sean. I just kind of knew you would be okay with it. So I was worried about the fact that I didn't even run it by Sean. I was worried that we might lose patrons. I was worried about mixing my brand and my politics, or I don't even know if you can call this politics my morals. Um, and to hear uh, somebody reach out and say that they liked it or that they, they just, Nathaniel, you affirmed me and I really appreciate that. And um, this isn't about me, but, uh, this is about the connection that we're all making with each other right now. And you are all affecting me quite a bit. And I just want to say that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not, sh I'm not sure that, uh, there's, there's some other pieces of this that get lost and, and I, I am no expert and I'm no, uh, bearer of all information. But um, that there, there are pieces of this. There, there, are, there are bad people that do bad things. Um, there are all, I, I, there are also good cops in the world, right? And I'm, I'm not making this about that. That that's secondary in all of this, and I need to make sure that that's clear. Um, racism is the first and foremost thing that is not acceptable. Period. <clears throat> but I need. I need to have hope too. And I need to believe that there are good people in this world that will do good things. And that when, when people of any color, creed, race, religion, sex, gender, orientation, whatever it might be, need help that they're going to get it. And I, and, and I guess even if that means it's from me or another person in, in society, I've had it happen. I've been helped by people of every race, creed, color, sex, religion, and I have tried to give my help and support to as many of those as well. And I think that's really what this is about. And, uh, and, and getting back to remembering that we're, we all have the same colored blood and we all uh, are the same inside ultimately. But we're not treated that way in society. 
And I think that those of us who do have power need to, need to start to say something about that and not be accepting of, and this is not to um, blame you, Jeff, but just to use part of what the examples you brought up in your history in the past. And I know you would do this now because I know you, but that person that was at your house that was saying those things, my, my guess is that none of you turned to him and said, what the hell is your problem, dude? What are you talking about? Right. 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 That's right. Um, and I'm not saying that I would have, I'm not saying that, you know, but what I am saying is we, that you should have, right. I think you, I think you know that. I think that you would say that. And I know that you would say that now we're older now, we're smarter now, we're wiser now. We have far more better judgment, but I think that's, what's important. I think it's what happened with me too. I think it's what's happening. Hopefully, I mean, you know, there should be, there should have been far more movement on this than there has been, but I'll, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to continue down this. This could go on for hours, but um, I, I think it's important that that's said. Yeah, absolutely. What really got me from Nathaniel's when he talked about his boys, you know, it's probably the, once you're a father, you know, you get that father DNA kick in and it just, uh, it really touches a bone in you when you think about how people have to worry about their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, the one thing I always tell people that are young parents or just becoming parents and they say, well, you know, what it's like being a mom and dad. And I said, you know, it's actually the most freeing thing. And they said, well, what do you mean? I heard it's so difficult. And I said, yeah, well, it is. There's all kinds of difficulties that go along with it, but you get to give your life over, right? Like it's not about me anymore. It's about them and, and my wife and, and them, right? So, um, and I think everybody, when you put yourself in any parent's shoes, being concerned about your child dying every day they leave the house is is uh, unbelievable it shakes me to my core it puts me in a place of realizing that i truly don't understand i i am not living in that world i have my own fears about my daughter going out every day but it's it's not that and and that's not okay that's not fair Woo. All right. Give, let's give it a woot. let's get it out like a, uh, like an improv class give it some noise <laughs> Ah. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. So, Aquaria, huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everybody's in the lull. We're in the lull right now. We've, we've been talking yeah, a lot are. about it. We're in the lull yeah, where everybody, everybody's kind of found, found their little lane and nestled in and all cozy and warm. And it just doesn't feel, it kind of feels stagnant, right? It kind of feels a little bit. Yeah. It's, I kind of feel like Escape Protocol was the last piece of tech to discover. And now it's kind of just, you know, it's getting a little stagnant for me, that's for sure. And I, but we're a week away from Cube Draft, which I'm super excited for. Yeah, it's basically mutate versus cycling, right? 80% well, of I mean, the decks you see. I don't know, man. Then there's also, there's also humans, there's spells. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. all, all kinds of interesting tech out there. I've been seeing this like low to the ground white black thing that's not even a humans deck. It's just like a go wide low to the ground white black recursion deck. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of things out there. It's just, it, it just doesn't matter once you've played a format for two months straight as much as, you know, we have, I have, I, I, I was playing like, you know, two to three drafts every day for week upon week upon week. And that just, it just gets old. Just, it's just going to happen, man. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's, it doesn't, it, it's compounded by current events as well, I would say. But sure. yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I have, I have still been playing. I've been getting, uh, it's been crazy. I've actually been getting a lot of pieces to cycling decks. Like people have been pass, passing Zenith flares. I don't know if people are doing it what? out of like moral stances now, but I've been seeing like 
people passed me a Zenith Flare pick three that happened yesterday. And so, and then in pack two, they like passed it to me pick four from the other angle. And so, I don't know, man. I think that some people are like uh, boycotting it in a way, being like, I will refuse to play this horrible deck. <laughs> they, they've been listening to me too much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, the deck that I really want to play right now are fun mutate decks. The last one I drafted actually has a snap decks in it. And I was looking at 17 lands today and uh, the cards that perform in the decks best and worst. They like rank every card. Like when this card's in people's deck, those decks win 53% of the time, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's funny how close to 50% every single card is. So that's when big differences actually do matter quite a bit. Snapdax was the number one card. That when Snapdax was played in people's deck, they won something like 59% of the time. And that was the highest rated card. So did you go 0-2? I haven't played it yet. Oh. No, I uh, I played a dope. Uh, I played a good um, uh, cycling deck on best of one ladder. Went yeah. three and three, like I always do on best yeah. of one. And I was like, I'm done with it. I'm done with going three and three on the best of one ladder. Uh-huh. I, am, I am a diamond player, at least uh-huh. in Korea. I am. I accept it. Right. <laughs> I love my diamond self and I'm going to just get out of this ladder. So then I'm like, okay, do I do War of the Spark or do I do best of three? But War of the Spark was ending soon. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have to rush myself to play the game. So I went to best of three. Did another cycling deck. Um, thought I was going to go to three and oh, but ended up losing the very last match. Went two and one. And then I drafted that uh, Snap Dax. It's like kind of a mutate deck, uh, but like uh, also a bunch of um, friendly, uh, forbidden friendships to mutate onto, but also um, bushmeat poachers to um, kill off the extra forbidden friendship tokens. Right. It's kind of the model. So it's a Mardu deck. It has some okay removal. Yeah. We'll see how it does. Sounds right up your alley. But I'm excited for Cube um, quite a bit. I really loved the Sealed more than I thought I would. I thought Sealed would be um, just unplayable because that's not how Cube should be played. And I was surprised by how fun it was. And yeah, so you I, loved it. I loved it a lot, man. I thought it was a ton of fun. I just love yeah. playing with powerful cards. I love being able to do ridiculous things in Limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, you know, part of, lim- part of Magic is people feel clever that they pulled something off. But when you can pull off something amazingly powerful and Limited, it's an extra cleverness, you know, ding to the head, I think. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Spe- especially if you're doing it before you see it. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, I'm always excited for M20 sets. I've liked M19 and M20 quite a bit, so I don't I see why M21 won't be any different. Yeah, going back and getting back to kind of just more... It's, it generally gets into longer battles. Evasion becomes extremely important. Yeah, like um, um it, like working out combat math just sometimes becomes important because a lot of times it's just running your creatures into their creatures at opportune moments and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, um, tricks, tricks become much more important. Yeah, and uh, usually bombs become much more important because they're usually a little less synergy-based. Like the last couple sets, it's all about like, you know, we'll weaponize the monster as a bomb in some decks, but it's horrible in others. Usually with the M sets, it's a little more straightforward. Like here are your bombs, here are your chaff. Their mm-hmm. archetypes are there, but they're not so defined. And where are we traveling again? Well, M21 is just going to be a Teferi theme. There's no land. Oh. It's just going to be three Teferis, one at Uncommon, one at Rare, and one at Mythic. Really? That's, that's going to be the theme, yeah. I mean, there will be other sub-themes. Like last summer, the sub-theme was Elementals, and there will right. be other sub-themes. But right. yeah, that's right. that's the main theme is Triple Teferi. Everybody's joking that there's, uh, you know, because right now there was the Teferi, then there was three Fairy. And everybody's <laughs> joking there's going to be two Fairy next. Uh-huh, there's going to be uh-huh. like a two-mana white-blue Teferi Planeswalker. Oh, goodness. Yeah. 
I'm surprised they went to Ferry because he's quite a hated, um, quite a hated planeswalker. As far as if you were to rank the planeswalkers, I think people find the most annoying. I like right. him; he's he's my style, but I think a lot of people <laughs> do not like him. <laughs> right. Well, then you're going to potentially add one or two or three more to constructed too, right? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got coming up. There's a big. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this because you don't follow the Twitter and stuff as much, but there's a big like ban announcement or something on Monday. I think they're going to do something with companions and constructed. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I had to guess, and I'm sure I'll be wrong, I think they're actually going to make it so uh, you can play them, but you have to discard a card in your opening hand. Oh, come on. Don't mess with mechanics. <laughs> it's either that or they ban a couple of them, but I'm afraid don't if they ban that. Them, well, they're, they're going to do something. They already announced they're doing something on Monday with uh You have to understand, we don't play these constructed formats, but they've apparently they've become very repetitive really quick because it's just a couple... Garuda. There's a, well, you, it was Garuda, and now it's Luris, and it's um. All right. When I just met, there's um Yorian is all over the place, and I guess there's some Obosh, and it's affecting all the old formats too. And I guess it's just making everything really stale really quick because the only way to have a powerful deck anymore is to have one of these hmm. um, companions, and there's only a couple companions that are kind of rising to the top, so everything is just one of these four companions decks, like in every format. How is that different than when it happens with Planeswalkers? Or I don't know. I, I should be quiet. I don't know enough about this. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> well, I think you should rant about it. I think you should. No, no, no. I'm not going to. I don't know enough about it. And people are going to be going, this guy, oh my God, what's wrong with him? <laughs> and and right. so I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, I, that, so that's coming I just, up. It, 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 what doesn't okay. make sense to me about it. Sorry, I'm going to rant. Okay, there what doesn't make sense about it to me is that you'd put out, you would have this thought consideration about all these different cards you're about to put and then just say, nope, you can't use any of them. So that they're going to have to change the mechanic of the way it's played, which also seems, eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Now, let, me, let me say this on a positive note, though, before you move forward. Sorry. Or unless you need to wrap this part of it up. Oh, please. Okay. Just... So recently I got, I had, I had issues with connectivity, not on my end, but with, this was happening to you too. This was like two weeks ago. Um, it was right after they patched and we were getting kicked off like in an order and amount of times, right? Yes. It was really frustrating for me. It was one of those days I was really trying to grind the ladder and I yes. would like lose one out of every six games just because I thought it was my internet. And then it turned out the next day, everybody was complaining about it. And I'm like, oh, right. I sucked. I lost games because of wizards. <laughs> right. And you didn't say anything, right? You just no. ate it and went on with your life. And that's what I used to do. But this time, again, I told you in the past, I wrote this email prior, prior to this one. So I wrote another one. That day, you had actually done it, and I had done a draft, and we had gotten kicked out of the draft again. Even though we did get back in, we only missed three or four picks. It was still frustrating. I didn't say anything. Um, we, I go to play my first game. Uh, I get you know halfway through. I'm about to win the game. I'm definitely winning the game. And uh, it freezes up. I can't get back in. I lose the game. So frustration kicks in, and, and one of the things I've learned now is not to play when I'm frustrated. You, you and others have taught me that. So instead, I just sent the email, shut it down, didn't think about it, checked my email periodically. They hadn't responded, which was weird because the first time it was like literally within 24 hours, they had not only responded but recredited my account. Um, I'm assuming they were busy because of having many problems. Anyway, they did reimburse me, um, and it just it took a little bit longer. So uh, For what, the cost of a draft? Yeah, they gave me 10,000 gold. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's really, really good customer service. It, it did take a little bit longer, but still, um, they listen to what I had to say. They don't give you crap. They, in fact, their email back to you was really funny. It's, it's in character. And so it's, 
it's like we're sorry to hear that you you know ran into this dragon and it slayed your whatever and then here's your gold you know right, it's like right. something like that so that's cool I, yeah i kind of i give them credit for that you know there's there's a piece of me that loves the fact that they're taking away the it's like impersonal because i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear the technical reason why oh well right. we failed to you know i don't want to hear that but um and i don't so think that's, they talk like that or sound like that oh you've never been down there before <laughs> it's weird like i was yeah. like do you all sound like what are you talking about and i was like okay <laughs> all right they, they, it was in unison too almost uh, like they were all like we know. represent the um, and, uh, yeah and they, they were they were doing the arm and everything it was weird oh yeah so no that's very cool that they did that i know um i don't like to dog on wizards of the coast at all i one thing i've noticed on the twitter to, twitter community is it's very much uh like half the stuff that said said it is negative or complaining i don't like to participate in that at all if i if i don't like a game a lot i would rather just move on to a new game because yeah. getting myself mad about the game i want to play all the time it just doesn't really make a lot of sense for my own mental health and personal energy yeah we're old man that's that's a young man's game yeah, and I realize that there's some people will say uh, or do say and are right that it's helpful because Wizards responds to all that ire and frustration, you know. Um, and I don't so, know. but I, I, I don't know, man. I don't personally want to be the person complaining all the time. It sucks to be that person. I think. Yeah, I think if you have a legitimate reason and you put it in very concise, just respectful tone, yeah. which is what I've done every time. I've I've never asked for anything. I've just sent the email saying, "Here's what happened. Right. No expectation." Well, and, and, and that's a very legitimate money technical issue. It's not like you're writing them because you don't right. like companions or, no. or because you think they're coming out with too many supplemental products or something like that. No. Oh, and I even said, look, I, I, if it were my, on my side, I would, I would accept it. I would I'd totally be willing to eat it. But I, I, I pinged my computer during and while I took pictures, you know, yeah. I said my, everything was fine on my end. It was, and they, I respect that. That's, that's good business. Good business over there. All right, we do have some other stuff, but I have to remember, oh, probably the news that everybody wants to hear the most. And yep, yep. we're only two days away from doing our inaugural draft. Woo! Are you worried at all? We're going to get worked. What are you talking about? No, I'm, I'm actually worried about it, like, going smooth. I have, like, a little bit of anxiety. Oh, no. no, I'm not worried about that. I, I think the people that are going to get involved are completely going to be understanding of what's going on, and it's our first time. They're, they're going to want to help out. They're going to want to... Yeah, I think that's the kind of community that we've got going on here. They're going to be super supportive and, and helpful, and, and I think it'll be smooth. I hope so. I think it will be too, but this is where expectations come into play, and this is the one time I start to get a little nervous. Like, I have no problem talking. That doesn't make me nervous. What makes me nervous is these people have given us their money, and now what if, uh, I don't know, just it's a little bit of responsibility, and it's we're going to be a rip off the Band-Aid thing, I'm sure, after we do this one or two or three times um it's gonna feel like no sweat just like recording with you now feels like no sweat were the first times so i'm gonna feel nervous but um no. i am nervous personally so i just want to break it down for everybody again really quick um I, I posted on patreon some details but the thing is i don't patreon's new for me too so bear with me i don't know if you all get that email like by me posting it so i don't know if you've all been notified that i posted something because um, I looked for a feature where I could just send an email to every patron. I couldn't find it. Maybe I'm missing it, but I thought, okay, maybe if I make a post, all the patrons will get it. So I did that. And so the basic details are that at um, noon Central Standard Time, Sunday, I'm going to send, well, first, Sean and I are going to jump into 
herokuapp.com and we're going to start a draft. That's the 31st, by the way, Sunday, the 31st. Thank you. Um, we're going to start a draft and it's going to have six open spots because there's us two and then eight more. And we're going to set it for, uh, I don't know, maybe like 45 seconds per pick. That sounds mm-hmm. about right, right, Sean? Let's let people take it a little slow, enjoy the process. Yeah, I mean, I think even a minute's fine. I, I, if, even if it's a minute, I think, you, you know, I think well, if everybody could c- commit to a 45 minutes, half an hour. Yeah, I suppose that's not too bad, huh? And nobody's, I think pe- most people aren't going to like let it go a minute on most of their turns anyway. So sure, I'll set it for the next, max time. I'll set it for a minute. Since we're not playing this first week anyway, we may as well savor it and let it drag out a little bit and enjoy the process. Yeah. Okay, so I'll set it to a minute and we're doing a Coria. And then what I'm going to do is at right at noon, you know, hopefully I can time it pretty good. <clears throat> I'm going to send an invite to this link, to this draft, to everybody who's a $5 contributor. Because right now uh, we have three tiers, 20, five, and one. There's nobody in 20 yet, but there's like five people in five. So the first thing that happen is those five people are going to get an invite right at noon. Now you want to gonna, if you want to play, keep an eye out because you're going to want to accept it pretty quickly because at 12.02, two minutes later, I'm going to send the invite to um, the two people at uh, the $1 patron mm-hmm. as well as everybody who's been on the podcast before. And I know there's at least one person who plans on joining us uh, from that end. Okay. So, you know, my, I think we're going to have enough people because we can also get Eric to join in, my son, if we're right. short. Right. And it seems like there's some interest here. So I think we're going to fill. My biggest concern is that like everybody but one person gets in. But I guess that's just the way this goes. And I can't well, worry too much the, about that. If we get to that point, I, I will I will t- definitely feel back. I've already said this. And I think it's way more important that we get the patrons involved um, so yeah, because not, we're we're going to be analyzing the deck. We don't our drafting right. doesn't matter as much, right? Well, it, but I mean, it is for me to make fun of you, especially, but um, also uh, for them to make fun of us in some ways, right? Like that's kind of right. the hope. Maybe, um, what, but maybe the way I'll, we should do this first one. Sorry to keep interrupting you. Is um no. first open it up to all eight, and yeah. then if it doesn't fill, me, you, and Eric take those last spots. Right, exactly. And and I'll be the first man out, like I was saying too, like if we have enough, that's cool. I, I think it's, I'd rather have the uh, excitement and involvement um, in that leading to us having two pods next time than have somebody feel left out. Right. Okay. So then, so then we're all going to do the draft. And then when we're done, that's going to be it for the day. You can go mm-hmm. about your business, but I do encourage that everybody does two things. Uh, first, export your... Yep deck and yeah. see if you can properly import it into arena yeah, test it test it out yeah. I, yeah I know you can apparently it's easy i've never even done it so i'm gonna have to do it myself but test it make sure you can do it because next week if this all goes smooth we're actually going to play around and i want everybody to be able to do it smoothly and hopefully not like having too many technical problems that are holding it up right and if you feel comfortable you could um, even maybe get a hold of one of the other patrons in the group while we're doing it and say right. hey do you want to play a game when right. we're done here to test it out that that would be ideal well, yeah that's the next thing is that uh, there is a discord and right. Sean and I are not running it um we're not good at it you know we're going to focus on the podcast and and these events but um uh there is a moderator in our discord named Squirp uh who is one of our uh, patrons who seems a uh, very uh, thorough and detail oriented and precise. I think the perfect type of person to run a type of discord <laughs> like this. So thank you, you can, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So you can all go in there still and talk to each other. Um, again, Sean and I aren't going to be super active there, but it's going to be there to help coordinate these types of things. If you do want to play each other after this week, even. 
So then the next step after this is um, you can also uh, export the log of the draft because that's what Sean and I are going to do, right? So yeah, Sean, yeah. you have to remember to do this too. Is we're both, when we're done, not only do we have to test importing our decks, but we have to both export this file log. Mm-hmm. And then me and you are going to analyze this thing. And then a couple of days later, we're going to make a podcast about the draft. And that's, oh. what I'm, that's the thing I'm more excited for, even more than the draft. Because when I think that's the spreadsheet? Like, Sean, I'm still talking. <laughs> what spreadsheet? I need a spreadsheet, you know, like with all the, the dates, no, times. No, no, like that's I, not how I'm going to do this. I'm, you at 12, 12.02, you know, I need that, lived, dot, dot, listed, I lived ABC. in that world. If I never I see an Excel spreadsheet again, it will not be too soon. I've... I've, oh my God, Excel spreadsheets were my life. And uh, I've, that's, that was a good thing. And I did that and it was fine, but no more. Thank you very double, much. Double, double collated, please. Let's go. <laughs> With some double secret macros in that thing. Get an ODBC connection to the, to the, to the DBs out there, baby. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, so when the draft is over, if you don't hear from us, that's, I mean, that's the plan. The draft is just going to end. And, uh, all of a sudden two days later or three days later, you're going to hear a podcast about it and we're going to be respectful and hopefully, you know, a little fun. And my, my biggest thing though, is to break it down without a spreadsheet to be like, wow, this is really interesting. Right. You can see here that these three people all right next to each other, all tried to get into red and you can see the little, you know, sparring match that happened. Right. You know, it's going to be great. I think it's going to be super fun. Yeah, I think so too. And I even reached out to people like Alias V and Death C and I'm like, you know, it'd be fun if you guys participated in this someday. But what I would really love is if you guys were someday breaking down these decks and was even asking them like how much they would charge for stuff like that. So that's a dream of mine someday is that if we really get this patron rolling and we get to this point of the $500 mark we're aiming for right now where we can pay for our costs for the first yeah. year. Yeah. And then I'm looking to like build the podcast um, before right. putting money in our pockets to just take it to the next level. And that would be hiring people like that to like actually do some sweet coverage, you know? Yeah, no, that would be phenomenal. I, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think eventually getting someone like Desi in, the, just in on the pod would be just so much fun. Like, right. I, and I know he's, he seemed interested and I, I, he's such a good hearted. I don't, I don't want to talk safe for sure for him, but I, I think that's something that's at least thinkable. Well, at least you don't do silly imitations of his voice. He has to have, no. you know, more respect for you than most of us do. I got way too much respect. No way. The only person that's going to get that is you, brother. Sorry to tell you. I, I've known you for way too long yeah. not, to, and, not to let you have it. And everybody at Channel Fireball, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it. Um, we, uh, I, we mentioned this on a previous podcast, but uh, Sean and I have... Uh, uh, started a second podcast that's under this umbrella network called purple elf productions you can check out the website it's starting to get up and running and we do have a second podcast that is called forever quest two words it's currently on stitcher and spotify and apple should approve it any minute now and uh it's fun and uh i might even slip in one of the episodes one of the better episodes one of these days on this feed just to give you a sneak peek of what it's like if you like if you are more interested in sean and i's banter than the limited content then you would definitely like this because uh, it's a you know it's a whole different um, form of of banter I would say. Oh, so uh, yeah, Sean, you got anything else, my man? Mm, I just want to put some love out there, and um, I want to put some some positivity out there. And um, I know things are really difficult right time right now. I I, I don't want to go too back deep into this, but just uh, just care for one another. Like consider that that human beings, a human being and, and stop judging people by their, 
the color of their skin, the race, religion, any of that stuff. I'm tired of it. It's old. You know, this is a, this is something I always tell myself and I guess it doesn't a hundred percent apply here, but I, I guess it could, if you really think about it, it's, um, whenever I see somebody like getting angry in their car or just getting pissed at somebody because that, that person like irked them in some way or rubbed them the wrong way. Like I, I usually don't let that stuff affect me. And I always tell people the way I get away with it is I always tell myself, well, what if that person's child, they like just found out they have cancer or what if they just found out their mom had cancer today? Maybe that's the reason the person cut you off, you know? And I think that's the way I like to look at everybody, whether, you know, matter, no matter what, anybody's doing in the world right now or what anybody's doing in Minneapolis, I'm like, well, I don't know what they're going through, man. Maybe, you know, maybe it's the equivalent of finding out their kid got cancer, you know? Yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. So sorry to end on that bummer, but um, we do not plan on this being a podcast about social issues going forward. Again, I'm just in the eye of the storm. Couldn't help but get caught up. I'd say these uh, personal type episodes are going to be few and far between, but we're also not going to be afraid to do them if we feel like it. Yeah. Uh, and and that's, due, that's definitely due to some people giving strength to what you had to say the other day. So thank you for that. Um, you're, the, it is, it, sorry to switch gears quickly, but Forever Quest is available on Apple downloads. Oh, you just found it? Yeah, I just subscribed. Sweet. Episode two, baby. All right, right, people. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.